Listening Dog Media. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the hot mess mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our hot mess mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It's the Hot Mess Mums Love Podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. We're laughing because Kelly really is, she really is a hot mess mum today. <laughs> and, and what's more, what's more, our guest, Jean Johansson, she's actually, she's laughing already. So I like it because that's what you have to do in these situations, isn't it, Jink? You just have to laugh. We all have those days. So uh, you brought some sunshine because we can see you on screen, obviously. Um, and that you do for everybody with um, a place in the sun. I mean, although there's loads of other things you do, of course, but we all sort of in the end get sort of like uh, recognised for one big show. Yeah. Is that the one for you, do you think? Yeah, it is, and it's a nice one because the place in the sun's daytime telly. Yeah, and it's just a really nice seeing people's life changing, really not normal, ordinary people. So it's a, it's a nice show to be known for. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, I live here in Scotland where people always want to come up and tell you exactly what they think of things. Mm. So luckily, a place in the sun goes down really well, and, and everybody enjoys it, from students to pensioners. So it's a good one. I love it. It's a great show to work on as well. Aww. We are working with Kuka over this whole series and we'll be showing you the difference having one of their incredible taps can make to your home life. Later in the show, we'll be talking all about having a Kuka tap in the home and how it can help us stop wasting as much electricity, especially when it comes to cooking and doing the washing up. For more information, visit kuka.co.uk and that is spelt Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. How did you fall into TV? How did it start for you? Well, I started in kids TV. I was really lucky back in the days they had open auditions where they wanted talent that wasn't trained and didn't go to drama school. And they'd, they would sort of open up studios and let you go in and just screen test. Such a shame they don't find talent like that anymore because I think that's when you get really diverse and really raw talent really easily. But anyway, I walked into um, BBC Scotland. I was just left high school and um, Blue Peter was coming off the air for six weeks and they wanted a sort of a cooler alternative and they were looking for a presenter for that show. So I, I ended up getting that role and worked in kids' telly for years and then had that awful period of trying to get out of kids and try and get some more mainstream stuff. But I've always been quite bubbly and quite smiley, so it's quite hard to be taken seriously for an older audience. So I had a good... Well, having my kid, I had, like, four years out after I had him. The phone did not ring, no work at all, no agent... Um, so that actually put a real fire in my belly. So after all those years of kids, I sort of came back and slowly started getting more work. So it's it's been a, a long journey, but a, a good one. 
It sounds a bit of a blueprint, actually, because that's almost exactly how I think I started. And I, and it was way back when. And it was sort of raw talent that the BBC were looking for. And children's TV was your way in. But it was getting out of children's yeah. TV that was really difficult. You know, that was the exactly. thing. Yeah, it was that transition. Yeah. And you either did it or you were just, you, you know, you didn't. And then you just had sort of like you know, you just have to accept that you were a children's TV presenter and, and that it wasn't going to go any further. So hat off to you. I get it. I totally get it. And like you say, it takes a while. Um, and you've been around long enough to realise, you know, that uh, I think it's uh, a lot to do with um, uh, recognising the fact that, you know, sometimes mm. you take your knockbacks, but you have to keep going and going and going. Oh, I totally, Jenny. I mean, you know, you're like, <laughs> for all of us of my generation, you are one of the presenters that we watched. And the fact that you're still working today, <laughs> my God, it is. this industry is such a slog. People go in fashion, out of fashion. Mm-hmm. They don't want this. They do want that. I've been a real victim of never being, you know, that whole Ladette thing. I was never cool. I was never E4. I was never T4. So I was like, she's too smiley. She's too bubbly. She's too nice. You know, but luckily that has served me well now, but you'll have seen all the trends in and out, up and down. And and when you're still here at the end, you kind of go, well done me. I've put up with all that shit. I've gone through all these different trends and, and I'm still here. So I am I'm really proud of the longevity I've had. And I'm still, I'm, you know, I'm not that old. Um, so hopefully there's still more to come as well. But you've you've been through a really similar journey, Jenny. I know that. So yeah. you get it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I was just quite intrigued as well, because I know you've done this documentary and uh, you're talking about sort of being of mixed race in Scotland. Yeah. So, yeah. of course, I was, my parents were both South African, both escaped mm-hmm. apartheid. You know, they were, um, I mean, uh, you got to be so careful what you say, but, you know, I was the brown one. Uh, yeah. And people were always really confused about, um, you know, what my heritage was, etc. Um, yeah. And again, there's similarities there. And again, yeah. you know, the picture uh, that we can paint sort of like all those years ago to what it is now being a mixed mm. race is, is, is still, you know, it's still foggy. It's not clear cut, is it? <laughs> yeah, it is foggy. It's really tricky. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I refer to myself as a black woman and that annoys people. And then if I refer to myself as mixed, that annoys people. And, you know, I was being here in Scotland is a whole nother ball game when you're a brown person. I had a really great upbringing and a really supportive, real working class community that looked after us. But as soon as I stepped out of that, it was like, oh, God, there, there are problems. There's issues. There's people that don't like me because of the color of my skin. It's like weird. Um and then moved to London and thought, oh, I'm going to the big melting pot of London where everybody loves each other and it'll all be great. And of course, I'd been in this industry as well. It, it wasn't, it, you know, it's been tough. But Jenny, you probably don't realise like you led the way for girls like me. You know, I you were one of the first mixed presenters I remember seeing on telly. Um, so I think it's great that you. Know, I hope that I am the Jenny Powell for another person, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it representation is so important and there's still although there's big massive diversity pushes yeah still not where it should be I don't think not for me no I agree not for me I think it almost feels sometimes when you when this is discussed and you see it on telly that often it's a it's a tick boxing exercise to say Mm. that they are hiring certain people from certain uh, backgrounds or races. Uh, and it, it still feels a little bit like that when it, sh- it shouldn't be like that, really, should it? 
Yeah, and that's really tough because I, you know, I've fought like hell for the past twenty years in this industry. So I don't want anyone to see me on a show and think I got that show. Yeah. To tick a box, and I don't. I don't want jobs for that reason. It's gonna happen because I'm not privy to those conversations and and who makes those decisions. But you know, I just know that I'm good at my job. So you know, for for whatever reason I've got there, I I will deliver once I get the job. But yeah, it's a funny time in the industry. I don't know if you feel Mm. the same, Jenny. It's like it's odd it's it's so so, it feels a bit weird and icky at times but it's maybe a necessary evil what's going on at the moment just to make it a bit of a fairer playing field yeah I I think there's just this consciousness now isn't there yeah and that consciousness is easy for me to say but you know it's either way (laughs) you know I'm conscious about oh you know, some people have, I'm trying to make a documentary uh, about apartheid and uh, Kate, Kate Colleds, who, you know, people say, we can't say Colleds. I say, I bloody can, because they're yeah, a bloody can, race yeah. of people. <laughs> you know, we are Kate Colleds and that's that. Oh, um, you have to do it because I don't know anything about that group of people. No, you see, you see, and things like that, though, you know, you, you're conscious even the fact that, oh, she's playing that card, you know. Why is she doing that? Is it because she <laughs> needs to... Why is that a card? Yeah, it's a card. You know, see what I mean, though? It's just, it yeah. is very tricky. Yeah. And I feel like we're all sort of quite tentative. And it's not because we're, you know, we're sort of like scared or... Um, it, it, it's more the fact that I just don't know. I, I worry for people, actually. I worry about, you know, the the sort of the way society is and the way media is, uh, that people are being you know sort of like almost brainwashed and coerced into having this kind of um awareness that isn't quite what it's supposed to be does that make sense I know what you mean or just add awareness that's that's not needed amongst mm. friends or amongst open honest conversation do you know what I mean it's it's making people scared and it's making them say nothing mm. which is where all yeah. the bad stuff happens because they're talking about it when they're not in your company or when you're not there, you know mm. what I mean? So, yeah, that's what I mean. It is a bit of a funny time in the industry and it's a funny time in society, but you've got to go through these weird times to come out the other end. Oh, always. Oh, yeah, you've got to do that documentary. And you know what? You'll learn a lot as well because I did when I made my documentary about racism in Scotland because yes. the way I saw things through my eyes was so different for so many other people. Right. So the best thing about doing it, and I said no to doing it because... I am that smiley daytime TV presenter. I'm yeah. liked. I don't get lots of hate on Twitter. Everybody mm. loves a place in the sun. Yeah. And then I stood out to do something that was quite, a lot of people didn't like it. But um, I really did really connect with my own community. So that will probably happen for you. Mm. Uh, so you should definitely do it. Definitely oh, thank you. It. Right, thumbs off. I'm off now, everyone, to make your document. <laughs> See you Bye. later. <laughs> Kelly, over to you. <laughs> Let's talk about juggling the TV side in your career with being a mum. Because I, I know Jenny, when she was sort of doing a lot of Wheel of Fortune, you know, her, she was pregnant um, and, and, and managing all of that and the travelling and everything. And you're, um, you're now at secondary school stage with yours as well. So how have you managed that? Have you had a lot of support and help? Or have you had to be very hands-on? Because your husband as well, footballer, so again, quite a demanding profession. It's difficult juggling with all, isn't it? Oh, it's been it's been hard. I think this is one year where I've failed at it. I have to put my hands up and say 
I haven't had the balance right. Uh, my mom and dad have been amazing. They basically moved in with us. My my yeah. husband was managing a team abroad. I had 22 weeks of the year booked out for a place in the sun. There's just no way I could do it. So my mom and dad moved in, but it needs to change next year. I just haven't felt present enough and it's an awful, awful feeling. So, you know, people see me on Instagram and we go out for drinks after wrap and we have amazing sunsets when we finish filming. But I'm sitting there going, oh, God, Junior's just in from school and his, my mum gave him a bath tonight and has he got his... Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I haven't been present in my job mm. and I haven't been yeah. present with Junior. So, oh, I so resonate with that. It's so oh, hard. Needs to, to change. It's it's very tricky. And I, I, I feel for you. I really feel for you, Jean, honestly. I did a couple of uh, travel shows, but my... I mean, Jonathan's, what, 11, 12, Was he 11? 11, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but I think Connie was sort of like for much of her sort of like preschool days I was away but then even when she was it's actually harder when she was at school again got my parents to do it which I think that's a lovely thing because you know at least you know you know they're with family but it is it's very tricky because you want to be bang on when it comes to what you're doing and you you know um obviously presenting wise and for the show but you cannot help it as a mother because deep down you know you are every second of the day thinking oh gosh they'll be doing that now they'll be doing this now and and did you find it was better or is better to speak to Jonathan when you're away or not because I had to make a decision because I thought sometimes it's age as well it depends what age but I thought I made things worse sometimes so sometimes I just wouldn't speak to her and I'd leave her with everybody that was there and not contacts I'm just wondered what your yeah that is a conscious decision and I I have sort of I talk to him less when I'm away because that works better for him and me I mean the other two presenters on the show that have got kids Jasmine and Laura they travel with their kids and I'm just in awe no. of that because Ooh, that's odd, that'd that. be worse for me. You know, when Junior's back in the hotel, when am I wrapped? Like when I get back, he's going to need me, need me, need me. That I just I can't do that. And hats off to the mums who can, and it's great because their kids have always went on location with it. But that's a skill in itself, sort of having them there but not there. Like so, it who's right and who's wrong? You know, we ne- we never bloody get it right as mums. That's why I love this podcast because. <laughs> It's like we are all a hot mess at times and this balance between career and motherhood is where I become a complete hot, disorganised hot mess. But I am going to take on less shows next year because mm-hmm. Junior's moved into high school and I just need to keep an eye on him a bit more because he's got all yeah. these different subjects yeah. and different teachers and he's, you know, will be coming mm-hmm. into that funny age. And so, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm scared about it. I'm scared to tell my agent I, I want less shows like... Because the minute you do that, it's like, well, they'll go to somebody else. <laughs> so it's that horrible but what thing. what happens, you'll do that and you'll get inundated with love. Of course. Of course. Of course I will. Yeah. It's always the way. It's always the way. But Kelly, you've coped well because all of a sudden you've had this surge, haven't you? Of sort of like working and sort of just having to rethink yeah, and I do get the the too much. So I work in radio, but I had quite a, a gap out of it as well. Didn't really think I'd go back, and I've gone back, and I do love it. But I freelance, so I can say no. Most of the time, I say yes, and sometimes I will take too much. So I'll do seven days in a row of all different shifts in different places, and be like, "What have I done? Why have I done that? Why have I said yes?" But then I know perhaps the next week I can have a little break, so I can see. You know, and I know I'll be around a bit more. Um, but I think I feel less guilty now 
Then I used to, when I was younger, and I did full-time like breakfast shows and things and was up at four and six days a week and all sorts. I think now I, I've kind of said to myself, I love what I do and I need I need to do it for me because they ask me a lot, mine are nine and, and four and a half. But my son said it to me in the car tonight. Why do you work? Why do you do it? Um, because they think, having me at home quite a bit and I say because it makes me happy and it's what I do you know and it's part of who I am and I enjoy it um but I I'm lucky because I can choose you know right. in, in that way and that's that's quite nice and I've been in that position where you feel you have to say yes because you're worried if you don't someone's mm. watching your chair or watching you. now I just go on I'm in my own lane whatever if I'm meant to do it I will if I'm not I won't and I just kind of go with the flow it's taken me years to get to that point though you know where I'm not not so worried about it I I've taught myself not to feel the mum guilt as much as I used to. I still get it sometimes. Yeah, because your kids are still small. But then I'm not travelling at all. Yeah, the age is different as well, isn't it? It's tricky. Mm. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got to leave, you've got to leave Jonathan behind. You know, that, oh, the big Jonathan, big, big John, as opposed to little John. It's like, that's why that's why we're still together after 22 years, because we're happy to have breaks. Uh, that's why we're a really happy couple. Um, but, you know, it's really sad. Sometimes Junior will go, I miss lockdown, or I, I liked it when the three of us were all at home. Yeah. And you think, oh, God, he must have yeah. really loved having both of us all day, every day, uninterrupted. So we need yeah. to we need to aim for more of that time when we can. But that really that really kills you when the you know when your kids say something like that because yeah. it's quite profound. Even though they don't know it, it's like God when it, the world was in chaos and Junior was having the time of his life just because his mum and dad were both in the house with him. So yeah, that's sort of been a wake up call. Yeah, finding that balance that suits you and them, I think is really difficult, you know, and I think it's a challenge that all mums go through. I'm not so sure the dads are aware of it, really. <laughs> I think they just kind of go with the flow, don't they? Yeah. They don't feel yeah. it, you know, in mm. the same way. Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. We're working with Kuka throughout this series. Kuka taps are a brilliant addition to any family home. Having one in the kitchen gives you quick and easy access to boiling water. Plus, they're kind to the environment, only using the exact amount of water needed every time. Kuka taps use less energy than boiling and reboiling the kettle whenever you need hot water too. The whole tank is heated using just 10 watts of electricity. The Kuka tap reduces water and power waste and saves busy mums time when making their morning cup of coffee, washing up and cooking their kids tea. So to learn more about Kuka, visit their website kuka.co.uk spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. I mean, my kids can't wait to get rid of me, to be fair. <laughs> I'll look forward to that age when Junior actually wants me to go. That'll be a, that'll be a nice time. Yeah, they just want you out the way. Yeah. Out the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> About 13, 14, you don't need your mum around. Right. When you're 21, you definitely don't want your mum <laughs> no, around, apart from for not. cash. Cash. <laughs> holidays maybe or borrowing some clothes but yeah it all turns around so you know there's a light at the end of the tunnel that's all I'm saying good and then what happens then what happens is it flips around and you get all needy Mm. yeah see yeah think about it there you see and we get needy going oh oh you sure 
listen, I was going to do that job, but I thought I'd stay home with you because you want me here, don't you? And they go, what? And I go, oh, forget <laughs> it. And I get back on my social media. Yeah, actually, I'll take it all, all of it. Yeah, no one cares here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look forward to that, Ajo Will. Yeah, absolutely. And so you should. So for you, um, you know, you're you're obviously traveling around uh, all these lovely places and it's I'm sure everyone goes, oh, that's the best job in the world, yeah. all the rest of it. Uh, as we've as you've well um, and truly explained, it's not quite like that, of course. And it is tricky when you're filming for things like places, like, you know, you're ducking in and out, you know, you, you, you're not relaxing, you're working. Yeah. Um, and I think people just don't appreciate that sometimes, do they? But it is a great job, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what what what's your little routine? I'm always intrigued with these things because um, I suppose just because I relate to it quite a bit. But you know, when you arrive somewhere, are you sort of like, yeah, meet the crew, go and have a few sangrias, or are you like, <laughs> that's my problem. That is my problem. I see some of the mm. other presenters, and they're like. They, they arrive because we arrive on a Sunday night. We have house hunters drinks. So we'll meet the house hunters that we're going to be filming yeah. with for the week. Um, yeah. So on that Sunday, you know, it's good because you're away from the family. So you can get into work mode yeah. and relax. You see some presenters going for wild swimming or go, setting yeah. up their yoga mats. I am literally texting the crew. Right, I'm here. Where are we going tonight? Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. That's okay. my problem. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, um, yeah, usually it's like, especially... It's, for example, I had four weeks in Cyprus. We wrap at five o'clock. The sun's out. Everyone's on the beach. We're filming on beaches. Why would I go back to a hotel room on my own? It's like, just let's mm. just sit out and have a couple of jugs of sangria. But I do mm-hmm. also, I've been on the show four years now, and I really make a point of getting into where I am. I've been doing some shows in Brittany and Normandy and trying to take in a museum right. if we wrap early. Yeah. Or, do you know what I mean? So that I don't have been to these 25 amazing countries and I couldn't tell you anything about them you know what I mean so I'm trying to have a better balance of sort of getting into the place enjoying it as a traveler mixing Mm -hmm. with the crew and being sociable and resting as well otherwise I come back yeah exhausted so I'll I'll arrive on a Sunday I'll wrap on Friday morning fly home Friday night and of course Junior's waiting for me at the door to come in and Saturday morning I'm up early to take him to football training it's always really early um so it just it just goes on it never stops so I've got to sometimes use a place in the sun to relax in the evenings as well yeah and you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah you might as well it's your time yeah 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 I think a lot of mums will uh, resonate with that mm. as well won't we Kelly Oh my God, yeah. I'd love to be in a hotel room without anyone. That would just be amazing. In fact, yeah. if you ever, you know, <laughs> want me to come now, I'm there. I'll carry your bags. I'd love it. I would just on my own. I'd just love to sleep on my own. Chris, my husband, he just snores and moves around and makes lots of noises. We're having real issues at the minute. It's been going on for a few months where I'm just like, I don't think I can carry on staying in the same room as you. And he's upset about it. I'm like, but you wake me up all the time. <laughs> I'm at a point where I just not bear it you know so a hotel room on my own god be heaven yeah there is something nice about checking into a hotel on your own because you know you're going to get some me time so I do enjoy that element of it it is nice yeah so what I've noticed what what really surprised me are you a formula one fan I do I do like a bit of formula one yeah do you well I'm loving this this is outside the box here but I can see you sort of track dream job with a big dream job but again, right, I thought so. Can, I could see you doing that. <laughs> but can you imagine me telling Junior, right, I'm off to Bahrain, Tokyo. Bel- I mean, mm. it would be even more traveling because at one point mm. I thought, let me pursue this. Let, let's start talking to me. And then I thought, what am I doing? 
I'm doing it again. Like, I'm going to be away half the year. Like, so yeah. at the moment, the traveling involved in that, I just don't think could work for my life. I think that's that's nervous breakdown territory. You know, I'm just getting by with a place in the sun. So I just, right now, and I want some UK-based jobs. That's right. that, That's what's, and I have, I've got a, a show, I just filmed it, a new Channel 4 show, which is lovely, called Key to a Fortune, that will come out next year, and, and that's all been filmed in the UK, so that was lovely, sort of leaving and coming home the next day was nice. Yeah, and that's a lovely, I love the idea of that show. Yeah, it's, like, it's going to be a really nice, with all the madness that's going on, hello, mm. there's a little one. <laughs> Hot mess, bumsy, the kids will come on board as well, well, apart from mine, you don't care. <laughs> Yeah, the four months, really. Uh, uh, I love the idea of that. Oh, Would you just let, because I sent some of the, the our, well, our listeners won't know. I've just, it's because I've been reading up on you that I know. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically, there's people all over the country that have been left properties that they didn't know about. Because uh, someone in the family's died and not had a will. I know exactly. It happens all the time. So wow. I've had the amazing role of sort of taking them to the property for the first time. And then yeah. they have to, and then the story really starts there because what do you do with it? You know, yeah. there could be other inheritors involved. Do you want to invest in it and make it a really a money spinner? Do you want to turn it into a small business? Do, can so, you afford to keep I, it? Also, definitely, yeah. it can be a real burden, some of these inheritances. So I think it's going yeah. to be a really nice feel good hour for people with some really interesting stories and just Mm-hmm. knowing that there's all these people that get a phone call and go by the way your great granny's cousin died without a will and you're inheriting their house and estate so there's some really nice moments in it it's going to be good oh and and for you sort of looking back um uh, what's your what's your proudest sort of moment uh so far your proudest sort of uh achievement shall we say in in, in what you do in your career career wise probably channel four did a black to front day uh last oh, year yes. yeah where all the talent yeah. on channel four was black behind and in front of the camera and yes. um that was a huge moment for me to have in a place in the sun episode with a black couple which we don't get so much on a place in the sun i don't mm. know why um i had a black female pd the first time i've ever worked with black female pd um and it just felt like we were doing something that that will go down not yet maybe in 20 years time people look down on it but look back on it and see how great it was um that was a really proud moment for me to be involved in that day and I was really proud of Channel 4 for doing it because again of course loads of critics loads of people not getting it loads of backlash and just typical Channel 4 they just went for it and I think it was done really really well so that's oh, what a, what a great, and of course mumsy wise I think you're doing a grand job I hope you are proud of yourself oh god mumsy, do you know what listen to me but you should be, I never you know. thought it would be this hard my mom had seven kids I'm one of seven children and she's whoa African whoa. and she does she not, look does she like not have a tv <laughs> she, I've got an African mom so you know just having loads of children was just her thing yeah and she That's just made it look, I had a really happy childhood that felt really, I mean, chaotic, but amazing. So I thought yes. having kids was dead easy because I'd seen my mum doing it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's probably the one part of my life where I do feel like a hot mess, but I've realised that that's okay. I think perfect mums are weird. Like I, I, they are, I really and I don't believe it. I don't believe they're perfect. No, they it's don't. Like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> 
They really but don't. Also, I know that some women like to make out that they. Nice. You can go and get the phone. Some women make out that they're perfect, and I feel it's really sad when they do because I think that the premise of this podcast is to always make everyone feel included and to know that it's not just them it's us too we're all in it together which we are right we're just winging mm. it every day and and we're doing a much better job than we realize and so are you you know that perfection thing it doesn't exist it just isn't real is it you know i like that you stay true to the title of the podcast that's great Oh, thank, thank you. you. So thank as a, in true hot mess mom style, I think I've burnt the roast chicken. So I'm just going to whip off now. And thank you so much for coming on. Thanks to Kuka for sponsoring this episode. Their taps are great for saving energy as well as time. And when you add a sparkling water cube to your tap, you'll be doing your bet in cutting down on plastic waste as you'll never need to pop out for a bottle of sparkling water ever again. I love it. And the sparkling water tastes amazing. Uh, for more information, visit cougar.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R.